Thank you for joining us today on Drawing Near. This ongoing study of the Bible is designed to help and encourage us to draw near to God through the study and application of His Word. If you have any questions about the Bible or your walk with the Lord Jesus, feel free to reach out to me through my email address in the description section of this podcast. As Christians, we are blessed with a spiritual family or a spiritual body, the church. Other believers are to play a vital role in our life and walk with Christ. Ministering to each other, sharing, fellowshipping, bearing one another's burdens, etc. But one of the greatest things a church family provides is companionship in the faith, the physical reassurance that we are not alone as we follow Jesus. Today on Drawing Near, Paul acknowledges he is alone. We can't say for sure that he's lonely, but he's alone, and we need to talk about this. So let's take our Bibles and turn to 2 Timothy chapter 1 as we discuss spiritual loneliness. And as we prepare for today's study, let's pray together. And our Heavenly Father, we thank you for your presence in our lives, the indwelling Holy Spirit that comes into us literally when we trust in Jesus Christ. We thank you for the spiritual fellowship that we have with you. But Father, we also thank you for the spiritual fellowship that's available to so many of us in the body of Christ, the church, the people who have trusted in you in the local sense, in the local church. Father, help us to investigate this, to have an open mind and try to understand what you've laid on my heart regarding these things. I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. As we begin our study today, Let's read from 2 Timothy chapter 1, beginning at verse 15. It says, This you know, that all those in Asia have turned away from me, among whom are Phygelus and Hermogenes. The Lord grant mercy to the household of Onesiphorus, for he often refreshed me and was not ashamed of my chain. But when he arrived in Rome, he sought me out very zealously and found me. The Lord grant to him that he may find mercy from the Lord in that day. And you know very well how many ways he ministered to me at Ephesus. So in order to do this right, we need to remember the context of this letter. Paul's writing to Timothy. He's encouraging Timothy not to be ashamed, not to be afraid in ministering the gospel of Jesus Christ. He's not to be ashamed of Paul, the servant of Jesus Christ, his fellow minister, who is suffering for Jesus Christ, who is suffering because he spread the gospel of Jesus Christ, he's imprisoned in Rome, and he will not be getting out. If you just read verses 15 through 18, you might be tempted to just do somewhat of a historical study on individuals like Phygelus or Hermogenes or Onesiphorus, but you would be mistaken if that's all you did here. Paul is literally confessing his suffering. He says, I'm not ashamed of the gospel. I know whom I have believed. But then he goes on and says, all those in Asia have turned away from me, among whom, and he names the names, Phygelus and Hermogenes. Paul is alone. I indicated in our introduction, he may very well be experiencing spiritual loneliness. And I believe that he is. You can hear the pain of Paul's heart in these words. The idea that he says, the Lord grant mercy to the household of Onesiphorus, and how at the end in verse 18, he says, 
Lord grant him that he may find mercy from the Lord in that day, indicates just how grateful he was for this one individual that he singles out who often refreshed Paul while he was in prison. Now, that word refreshed is important for us today. We need to be refreshed. Paul needed to be refreshed. He was refreshed by Onesiphorus. That meant he was drying out. He felt wasting away. There was something lacking in his life that needed to be refreshed. There was something that wasn't right, and I believe it was spiritual loneliness. I believe Paul needed that he craved spiritual fellowship with individuals. And while he was suffering in a Roman prison, that suffering would be eased by the fellowship, the companionship of other believers. We see this in some of Paul's other letters. Now, let's address something here, because we really can't go too deeply into what Paul is talking about here. Obviously, there are those in Asia who had turned away from him because he was imprisoned in Rome. They didn't want to associate too much with Paul because they didn't want to share in his imprisonment. They didn't want to bring undue attention on them. All that aside, it is a real thing to experience spiritual loneliness. Those of us who are part of a vibrant church filled with believers, followers of Jesus Christ, we have a great blessing, and we need to give thanks to God often for this. We have fellowship in the gospel. Those of us who have family members that we live with, who know Jesus Christ and live their faith in Jesus Christ, we have much to be thankful for because we will not know spiritual loneliness in that home. But there are those who sometimes are new to the faith, who are coming out of the world, who haven't identified with the body of Christ yet, and they're lonely. They're in pain. They're literally suffering because of the faith. And there are those around the world, missionaries, who are actively serving Jesus Christ. There are people in ministry situations in remote parts of the world, including the remote parts of America. There are very rural places in America where it's hard to have fellowship because people are so spread out. I think of people in the military. They go to serve our country, but many of them do not have brothers in Christ or sisters in Christ to really help them grow in Christ and stand fast in the Lord. There are believers in prison, individuals who, yes, have committed crime, but now they're in prison and they've trusted Jesus Christ as their Savior while in prison, and they're alone. This loneliness is real. Sometimes it's age-related. Sometimes our young people feel alone in their faith. They're lonely in Christ because there's not a lot of other young people who are walking with the Lord in a vibrant way to fellowship with, and they don't know how to connect with one another. Older folks may have the same thing. Businessmen may feel like they're alone in their faith because out in the world, they don't know a lot of believers. And remember, not everyone who says they're a believer is a believer. Because of that, if we truly have faith in the Lord Jesus Christ and are seeking to walk in the Lord, there are times when we may feel very, very alone, even though we're in the midst of other people who speak the same jargon, or who have some sort of familiarity with the church, if they're not walking with the Lord, 
If they're not trying to grow in the nurture and admonition of the Lord, we can feel alienated and alone. What do we do with all of this information? I'm not trying to produce some kind of psychological study here, but God created the body of Christ for a reason. If you're alone in your faith, or if you are lonely in your faith, if you have any way of doing so, you need to connect with a lively body of Christ that is centered upon God's Word and worshiping Him and serving Him. It doesn't matter what the ages are of the people who go to the church. doesn't matter what their economics are. If they love Jesus and are serving Jesus and studying God's Word together in a biblical way, learning what God has to say to them, you need to connect. You need to not stay home. You need to not try to go this alone like so many people are talking about today. You need the relationships with other believers where iron sharpens iron, where you can build up in their lives and they can build up in yours, where you can weep together and rejoice together. You need that relationship. As you do this, you need to share Christ with other people. I know of nothing that relieves the loneliness that we can have as a Christian, quite like sharing the gospel with other people and seeing people come to faith and you building them up in the most holy faith. Working for the Lord alleviates loneliness. In this passage, Paul's in prison. He's not out in the world. You don't hear him talk like this when he's not imprisoned. So he's shut off from his ministry. If he's out in the world doing his ministry, you don't hear him talk like this. So ministering the truth of God's word in other people's lives helps alleviate the loneliness. If you're a young person, I can't stress enough the importance of falling in love with and marrying and spending your life with another true believer. The Bible tells us to do that. We are not to be unequally yoked with unbelievers. But you need to make that a priority in your life. And then you need to raise up children to the Lord in the nurture and admonition of the Lord, training them up in the way that they should go. You need to diligently teach these things to them according to Deuteronomy. You need to build your own local fellowship within your home. Now, all of those people in your home need to go to church and be a part of another greater fellowship, but you need to do that. And if you're older and alone, if you have restricted access to other people, Maybe you're unable to get out and go, or maybe that's going to happen in your life in the foreseeable future. You need to take advantage of your phone. You need to open yourself up and let people know that you want company. You need to not let fear or pride keep you from reaching out. You need to not withdraw as the time of your life begins to wane. These things are critical, and I'm not even touching the surface. Above all, we need to have a vibrant walk with the Lord Jesus Christ, because when we are spiritually lonely, and sometimes we're going to be, it might be in a hospital room, might be in a nursing home, might be in a very difficult suffering sort of situation, we have a vibrant relationship. We talk to the Father, we're indwelled by the Holy Spirit, we have Jesus who understands our sorrows, our heartaches, our griefs and he is interceding on our behalf, we need to have a relationship, a real relationship with God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. It's a spiritual relationship, 
It's not a physical relationship, but it is powerful nonetheless. I have no idea if this ministers to you in your life. All of my spiritual life, I have read words like these from Paul, and they have intrigued me. Yes, I've experienced spiritual loneliness. That has made me grateful for the body of Christ, for my believing wife and my sons and my daughters, and now my grandchildren. I am so thrilled to be a part of a body of Christ that loves the Lord and interacts with one another in a healthy way, building up one another in the faith. That hasn't always been the case in my life. And maybe there's a a reason, a means of growth that comes out of spiritual loneliness. But I don't think we should pursue it. I certainly don't think we should stay in it very long if we can help it. And we need to help other people out of it. We need to infuse our lives in the lives of other believers around us. It's a real blessing. It's a real gift from God that we have other Christians in our lives to physically embrace us, encourage us, give us opportunities to minister in their life, to love them, to care for them, and they for us. God has provided this. We need to avail ourselves of it. Father in heaven, thank you for the companionship that we have in the faith, for those people in our lives who help us not to be lonely or alone. There are times when we wonder if we could get a little peace, get a little alone time for ourselves. (laughs) Some churches do this way too well. But Father, it's a treasure. It's a gift. And we thank you for those people who love you and love us. And we thank you for the people you've given us to love. Help us to do that. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Thank you for studying with us today. You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever podcasts are shared. Drawing Near is a ministry of FBC Tip City based on the promise that if we will draw near to God, He will draw near to us.